Ever wonder why the first disciples left their jobs and careers to follow Jesus? I mean, think about it. They were just working and he's walking by and he says, follow me. Did you ever wonder what the reaction of the father of the two fishermen who quit their jobs working with him in the boat was? What was his response or maybe what it would have been? Is Jesus calling you to be his disciple? In this episode, I really want to encourage you about the whole idea of Jesus is calling you and maybe what it meant from his perspective and even those first disciples' perspective. A rabbi in a messianic church shared with me years ago, come and join me on this next step in your disciple journey, hopefully, with Jesus. Howdy, welcome to God's Adopted. I'm here to help encourage you to grow in faith through stories, teaching, and practical examples so you can experience more of God in and through your life. When we get born again, He adopts us. This podcast is here to encourage us all to grow in becoming the children of God He's adopted us to become. Join me and learn to do like Peter did. Let's get out of the boat and step on the water with Jesus. I met a rabbi at a Messianic synagogue, and after teaching about how Jesus had called the disciples, he shared something with me. Now, when I say after teaching, I was one of the people teaching, and I had read a passage in the Gospels in one of the accounts of Jesus calling the disciples to follow him, and after I had taught and everything and the service was over, the rabbi came up to me and he shared with me that it was extremely significant that Jesus had called who he was calling to follow him and what it that it was a big deal. And honestly, I'd never really completely understood how big of a deal it was until just the other day, as I was starting to get ready and prepare for this episode of this podcast in this series that I know I'm supposed to be sharing. So I'm excited to share this with you. I'm going to start with prayer and then we'll continue. So Father God, I praise you so much that you're opening your word and your truth and understanding up to me and to my brothers and sisters in, in new ways in ways that even breathe more life or maybe a fresh life or a reignition of love of your word and of wanting to follow you and, and believing and knowing that we can because you are with us. I pray that you would just come near to each of us who hears this and begin to fan the flames of your love and truth in us and in our hearts, that we could receive this from you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to start by reading an account of some early disciples being called by Jesus. And so Jesus is walking along by the Sea of Galilee, and this is in Mark chapter 1, 16 through 20. It says, and passing along by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Jesus said to them, come, follow me, and I will make you into fishers of people. And immediately they left the nets and followed him. And going on a little further, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, 
and John, his brother, who were also in the boat mending the nets. And immediately he called them, and they left their father, Zebedee, in the boat with the hired servants and went after him. As I was preparing and praying for, Lord, what do you want me to share next? Really what kept coming over and over is the idea of he's calling us. He's saying, follow me. And I say it like that. We know that in the Great Commission, he says to make disciples. Whose disciples? Jesus's disciples. I'm a disciple of the Lord Jesus. I believe that. I have no problem with that. I hope that you can believe and see yourself as a disciple of Jesus. I don't want to make Victor disciples. I want to make Jesus disciples. And ultimately, how can I do that? Well, if I share what he shares with me to share with you, and you grow in your relationship with him, more and more, I hope that you hear him and you can determine, no matter who's talking to you, me or anybody else, that you can hear his voice or hear that it's not his voice, right? I just read to you out of Mark, and basically I was part of a ministry and we were teaching different things about encouraging believers on how to minister to each other or other people, understanding different truths about what God teaches and how to apply those things in their lives so that they could see the fruit of that in their lives. I had just read a passage like this one. The rabbi came up to me. He was saying how significant that it was a really big deal that here this rabbi, Jesus, was calling out to these fishermen and calling for them to follow him. I never completely understood this. And then just the other day, as I was preparing this teaching, I came across this article where someone was really expounding on this. And they were sharing kind of like the big picture around what that meant. In Jesus's day, if you were a Jewish boy and you had gone through your school and training and everything, rabbis might come and ask you questions to see where you were at and to consider if they wanted to ask you to follow them. So if a rabbi would say, follow me, what it meant was, I believe that you have what it takes to become a rabbi. And so you come and be my disciple. In other words, you follow this rabbi so that one day you could become a rabbi. What kind of rabbi? A rabbi like the one you were following. Someone who would share what he was sharing. Someone who would teach what he taught and act and do things the way that he would act and do things. This was a normal part of the Jewish life of growing up as a young man, if you will. And if the rabbi did not want you to be a rabbi, if he did not want you to follow him, then they might tell you something along the lines of, go and learn the trade of your family. Almost like saying, go ahead into the family business and God bless you with some sons one day who might become rabbis, if you will. It was a prestigious thing. It wasn't everybody who was called to follow the rabbi. Here Jesus was walking along the shore, and he sees these fishermen. They're already in the family business. They're already doing their trade. I'll say it a different way. 
they are past the days of being in school and everything. They've already been overlooked by rabbis, if you will. And here Jesus is, this rabbi, and he sees them and he calls them to follow him. He says, follow me. There's so much wrapped into that. It's almost like if someone said, I see that maybe all these other people, they can't see who you are. They can't see that, that you have something special that I believe God can use, that God wants to use. But I see it in you. Jesus says, follow me. He sees you. And he sees you from God's point of view because he's God. And he says, follow me. And the response of the disciples was, they understood that follow me meant follow in my footsteps, follow in my teaching, follow in my ways, follow in the way that I do things. I'm going to show you these things. You're going to learn from me. But the only way to do that is to turn away from what, what you understand and what you know and what you believe and what you think and trust in and everything and follow, follow me. Now, in the next episode, I'm going to teach something outrageously significant about this. But in this episode, I just want to focus on, is Jesus calling you? Is Jesus, do you hear him saying, follow me, maybe in your heart? Is there any part of you that thinks that, oh, God can't use me, or maybe God doesn't want to use me, or, or God doesn't love me that much, or, or I'm not that special? See, God creates each one of us individually. There is no other you in all creation and in all time. There's only one of you. And God made you with a purpose. Deep in your heart, he created a purpose for you that he made you for. And when you do and go and become and grow into or set your sights on being who God created you to actually be. Now, could God create you to be a business person? Absolutely. Do you have to be, you know, a Bible teacher or a pastor or something like that? No, of course not. Of course not. My question is simply, is, is Jesus calling you so that you can find out whatever that is? Are you willing to find out whatever that is, whatever that could mean? One other part of a story that I wanted to share about is this idea about Zebedee. So here he is, this, this father in his boat, working with his sons and some servants, and Jesus says to his sons, follow me. Now, whenever I would read that in the past, I would think, well, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't say that he was mad or anything, but in my mind, that's like the only the only perspective I could get is if I was working with with my father and he cared about me and it was the family business and someone said, follow me, and I just left it. <laughs> All I could picture is maybe something negative going on. But with this new perspective that I, I read about, actually, it sounds like Zebedee might have been like super proud papa. Think about it again. This was a rabbi calling his sons to become like him, to follow God, to do big things for God. Here's proud papa 
my sons were picked. Yes, they were. Can you imagine? In this next part of this episode, I want to pray for you. Jesus is calling you to be his disciple. Jesus is saying, follow me. And I don't know. I can't tell you exactly what it's going to mean for you. But I can tell you that God is a good father. And if you could, I would want you to picture God as your father. If you've been born again, then he he adopted you and he's your father in heaven. If you haven't, then I would call out to you that you might consider becoming born again so that God could become your father in heaven. And, and as your father in heaven sees you and you're doing whatever it is that you do, even now, I just want to, I want to challenge you and I want to encourage you to trust him. He is good. No matter how your earthly father was or anybody who represented a father to you was, God is a, you can't compare how good he is compared to them. And if they were great to you, well, God's that much greater. And if they weren't, or if they weren't even around, well, God is, he's here and he wants to be your heavenly father. And he loves you and wants to watch over and take care of you in so much more ways than you could ever imagine. I want to encourage you to picture him as your father and you're working with him, whatever it is that you're doing right now, career or anything else. Jesus comes walking along the shore, and he's speaking to you. As I read through this account from the Gospel of Luke, I want, I want to encourage you to see yourself there in the boats with them. Consider what maybe that might feel like if Jesus is calling you. No matter what you might think of yourself, or if, especially if you think anything negative of yourself or anything like that, he wants, he wants to give you healing. There's so much that he wants to do for you so that then also you can then turn around and share the love that he has for you and share that same love with others so that they could receive that kind of freedom and, and healing also. And so I want to pray first, and then I want to read this passage. And, and I hope that you can picture yourself in it. Father God, I thank you that you are a good God. You are good Father, and I pray that you would come close to each of us and begin to share your truth and encourage us, Lord, to come your way and to trust that you are who you say you are and that you are good. I just praise you and thank you for that and pray for my brothers and sisters about that right now, even as I read your word. Now I'm going to read from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 5, verses 2 through 11. And try and see yourself here with Jesus in the boat even. He saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He entered into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. He sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Simon answered him, Master, we worked all night and took nothing, but at your word I will let down the nets. When they had done this, they caught a great multitude of fish, and their net was breaking. They beckoned to their partners in the other boat that they should come and help them. They came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. But Simon, Peter, when he saw it, 
fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, Lord. For he was amazed, and all who were with him, at the catch of fish which they had caught. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be catching people. When they had brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. If you want to pause, you can pause, but you don't have to. I, I want to pray for you. And I just, I just feel like God really wants to just speak into our hearts today. No matter what day it is you hear this, I, I believe that God wants to speak into your heart. And I just want to pray, and I'll close with this. Father God, thank you so much for your love. Jesus, thank you so much for your calling. How amazing it is that you could use someone like me or someone like my brother or sister. You are God, and I just praise you. And I pray for encouragement to my brothers and sisters to want to follow you. And if that's, if that's something that you want to do or that you know is, is where you're at or maybe even where you've been, I just want to lead you in a very short prayer. And if, if you want to pray it, great. If not, that's okay. And if you have any questions, please send me a question. Go to godsadopted.com slash contact and send me your questions and I'll, I'll respond to you. So here's the prayer. Jesus, if you call me, I want to come no matter what, no matter what you want me to do, where you want me to go. I just pray that you be close to me and that you make it clear to me that it's you. I don't want to follow anybody else but you, Jesus. Father God, help me to trust you more and to trust Jesus more. I just lift myself up in my life to you also. In Jesus' name, amen. And I just pray blessings over you and your families represented. In Jesus' name also. I love seeing how our real living God is working in and through our real living lives in this real world. Please subscribe to this podcast and keep listening. If you've been blessed or encouraged in some way and want to leave a review, please do that by writing your review on iTunes. If you haven't already, please drop in and say howdy in our Facebook group when you can. See you next time on The Water with Jesus.